would like to welcome you to another edition of The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker, and we'd like to wish you a very happy family day, as uh, that's what it's called here in British Columbia. Most of Canada has today off with the, I think the exception is Quebec, but... um, can't be 100% sure on that, but uh, every other province has uh, has a statutory holiday today, so I hope you're enjoying it and uh, all the things that holidays bring. And we hope that you can stay with us. We have a double jazz feature. Hey, two for the price of one right here on The Jazz Show, because last week's show was um, a podcast from a couple of years ago. And uh, I had um, an amazing amount of uh, emails and feedbacks (laughs) telling me how much they enjoyed last week's show. And uh, it was kind of interesting because I did too. I I listened to myself, which I rarely do, and went, oh, yeah, okay, you know. Uh, Anyway, um, it was fun. And, of course, uh, because... Uh, the weather um, prevented me from uh, coming out here and doing a live show in the studio. Um, however, so my pre-planned feature for last week, we're going to play it tonight, and then we're going to play the feature that I planned for tonight. So that's why there is going to be a double feature. And um, the first uh, jazz feature, which we'll hear right away uh, after a few words from yours truly, will be the music of Kenny Wheeler, the great, um, well, first of all, he was a great trumpeter. Uh, He was born in Toronto, and uh, rather than go to the United States, it was always kind of difficult for Canadians to go down and and think about working in the United States. He headed to England, and of course he found work immediately over there uh, as a musician, performed with just about everybody. But Kenny Wheeler's real legacy is, well, it's his trumpet playing, of course, but it's his compositions, and they are just marvelous. And trumpeter Ingrid Jensen is our first jazz feature artist, and I'll get into talking about Ingrid um, and the recording we're going to hear in just a moment. The second jazz feature will be a stellar performance by one of the great and I do mean great, tenor saxophone voices. The 1960s brought two important, innovative tenor saxophonists. One of them is still with us. His name is Wayne Shorter. The other one, who has sadly departed, is Joe Henderson. And both of them came seemingly from out of nowhere and into prominence in the 1960s, and they were two of the most influential players. Now, the 70s had a whole bunch of new players that were influential. I'm talking about Michael Brecker and Dave Liebman and people like that. But in the 60s, the new voices on tenor saxophone were Wynne Shorter and Joe Henderson. And uh, Joe Henderson is our jazz feature artist this evening, and we're going to be doing a recording which has always been a favorite of mine called Joe Henderson in Japan. And it's a stellar performance. Joe is to be performing with uh, 
three Japanese musicians in a small club in Tokyo. And um, this album has been available for years. And uh, normally there's only four tunes on the album, but I have a deluxe edition of this album, and it has five tunes. <laughs> so that's what we're going to hear as the second jazz feature. So first, Ingrid Jensen, then Joe Henderson. Getting back to Ingrid Jensen, of course, um, she's one of ours. She was born uh, and raised in um, North Vancouver, and then as a young child, her family moved to Nanaimo. And Ingrid and her sister, Christine, went on to great careers in music. Ingrid um, received a scholarship to the prestigious Berklee College of Music in Boston, and then after she graduated from Berkeley, she toured with the Vienna Art Orchestra and taught at uh, Bruckner University in Austria and um, then returned to the U.S. in 1994 and played with the Diva Big Band. And uh, her first album under her own name called Vernal Fields, which came out on Anja Records, won a Juno Award. And, of course, Ingrid has since worked with the wonderful Maria Schneider Orchestra, Steve Wilson, Jeff Watts, Dr. Lonnie Smith, the late Bob Berg, Gary Bartz, uh, Terry Lynn Carrington, um, tons of names. And um, her sister, uh, Christine, who makes a a cameo appearance on uh, this uh, particular recording, of course, is one of the mainstays of jazz in Montreal. She has a a full orchestra there and does all kinds of stuff. So both of those uh, ladies are from, uh, basically they're products of Nanaimo, British Columbia, because that's where they were raised, along with their good friend and somebody I think you should know. (laughs) If you don't know her, I don't know. Um, Her name is Diana Krall. So they've all come from Nanaimo, and I guess the water is really good over there and uh, makes people very talented. So, there you go. Now, Ingrid, this is a a beautiful album, which uh, was recorded in 2018, and it's called Ingrid Jensen, and her musical partner on here is is, uh, a reed artist who plays the tenor saxophone mostly. He also uh, plays a little clarinet here and bass clarinet, Steve Tressler. And so he's kind of the co-leader, but Ingrid, this is Ingrid's idea, uh, what she wanted to do with with her uh, working quintet and pay tribute to Kenny Wheeler and play a whole bunch of his compositions. And uh, they do such a beautiful job on this uh, album. Um, That's what it's called, Invisible Sounds for Kenny Wheeler. Ingrid Jensen is on trumpet. As I mentioned, Steve uh, Tressler is on tenor saxophone, mostly. And um, you'll also hear him do a little bits on clarinet and bass clarinet. The amazing, and he truly is, uh, will you hear him play on this album, great player, Jeff Kieser on piano, Jeffrey Kieser. And uh, Jeffrey, of course, is uh, honored all over the world. He's played with everybody, Art Blakey's Jazz Messengers and all kinds of uh, things. Martin Wind is the bassist, and Ingrid's husband on drums, John Wicken. And 
As I mentioned before, all of these compositions are Kenny Wheeler's. And um, a couple of the tunes here are um, live from a live concert venue, but most of them uh, were done in the recording studio. So when you hear applause, of course, after, uh, after a tune, you'll know that that was the live version of the tune, okay? As <laughs> simple as that. We begin with the first tune, and it's always been a favorite of mine, uh, written by, uh, and all of these tunes have, are written by Kenny Wheeler. That's the whole purpose of the album. The first tune is called Foxy Trot, and this is where um, Christine Jensen... Uh, Ingrid's sister makes a cameo appearance on this one tune only on soprano saxophone. She's added to the band. Uh, the second tune is called Kind Folk. Tune number three is Five Four Six. That's the name of the tune. And the voice of Katie Jacobson is added to the ensemble here. Then we hear a piece following that called Gentle Peace, Old Ballad, and Katie Jacobson's voice is added to this track as well. Then we hear a live track called Old Time, and that gets down and dirty, gets into a, a, a real funky groove. And then a beautiful duet, that's what it's called, duet, and it's uh, Ingrid Jensen and Steve Tressler only. Then uh, one of the best-known Kenny Wheeler compositions, Everybody's Song But My Own. Tune number nine is Where Do We Go From Here? Tune number ten is a short interlude, and it's called Ingalude. And the final tune is a live repeat of the first tune, Foxy Trot. So that's it. And that's the contents of the album. Once again, Ingrid Jensen on trumpet, Steve Tressler on tenor saxophone, bass clarinet and clarinet as well on some tunes, Jeffrey Kieser on piano, Martin Wind on bass, and John Wicken on drums. And we begin our jazz feature with Foxy Trot.
The music composed by the great Canadian trumpeter, composer, Kenny Wheeler. And that's the complete album, Invisible Sounds for Kenny Wheeler. That was issued on the Whirlwind label and recorded uh, just last year with Ingrid Jensen, amazing trumpet virtuoso from, uh, although she was born in North Vancouver, she was raised in Nanaimo, British Columbia. So she's one of us, Ingrid Jensen, along with Steve Tressler on tenor saxophone and also uh, clarinet and bass clarinet, the amazing Jeffrey Kieser on piano, Martin Wind on bass, and Ingrid's husband, John Wicken, on drums. And we heard a whole selection of compositions by Kenny Wheeler, exploring all sorts of different moods and feels and so on and so forth. Kenny Wheeler, although he's no longer with us, um, his compositions are played throughout the jazz world and um, really loved. And this album was, is such a fine tribute to the longevity and the many um, moods and variations of the compositions of Kenny Wheeler. They're at times poignant, uh, lyrical, energetic, everything. We heard, um, beginning with um, Foxy Trot, um, and that first version done in the studio featured a cameo appearance on soprano saxophone by Ingrid's very talented sister, Christine. Then we moved to a tune called Kind Folk, and then a tune uh, where Katie Jacobson was um, added uh, on voice for the ensemble, uh, a, a composition called 546. Then we, Katie Jacobson stayed on for the next tune. Uh, it was called Gentle Peace, Old Ballad. Then we moved to a very energetic live version of a Kenny Wheeler composition, Getting Down and Funky, with a tune called Old Time. And then just Ingrid Jensen and Steve Tressler only did um, a very uh, moody piece of music called simply Duet. Then we move to a, a very energetic version done in the studio of one of Kenny Wheeler's most popular compositions and best known. This one was called Everybody's Song But My Own. Then the next tune slowed things down a little bit, a little more reflective, and it was entitled Where Do We Go From Here? Then we heard uh, a very short um, piece of music by the band called Ingalude. And then we segued to another live, energetic version of the tune that opened the set, Foxy Trot. So we heard Ingrid Jensen on trumpet, Steve Tressler on tenor saxophone, also clarinet and bass clarinet, Jeffrey Kieser on piano, Martin Wind on bass, John Wicken on drums, and those other folks that I mentioned, uh, Christine Jensen in her cameo appearance on that one tune, 
and the uh, voice of Katie Jacobson was added on uh, on two tunes in the middle of the set. That was the first of our jazz feature honoring the great Ingrid Jensen, and of course uh, her music. Uh, and and she performs with so many people. She's really become one of the finest um, trumpet virtuosos in the world and uh, plays in so many orchestras and uh, performed with uh, Maria Schneider, Steve Wilson, Dr. Lonnie Smith, um, and even uh, some of our departed jazz giants like Clark Terry, Frank West, Billy Taylor. A really amazing musician, Ingrid Jensen. So we hope you enjoyed that album. As I said, it was issued on Whirlwind Records and entitled Invisible Sounds for Kenny Wheeler. You are listening to The Jazz Show. Tonight, a double feature. And coming up, we're going to take you to Japan, and we're going to hear one of the major voices of the tenor saxophone, Joe Henderson. Meanwhile, I'd like to reintroduce myself. My name's Gavin Walker. This is The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9, or, of course, on your computer, www.citr.ca, and we shall return right after some important messages. Stay tuned. Have you ever thought about going abroad to study, work, intern, or learn a language? Mark Thursday, February 28th, your calendar, and get down to the Vancouver Convention Center, East Building, to find out how. All the experts under one roof, top universities, gap year specialists, and student travel organizations. There's a feature seminar on scholarships that starts at 1 p.m. and the expo opens at 2 p.m. Admission is free. Check it out online at www.studyandgoabroad.com for more info. Do you recognize the song playing in the background? plays every hour on the hour as part of our flagship station ID. If you do recognize this song, chances are less than 1 in 12 that you have donated to CITR. That means 11 out of 12 of our regular listeners are getting our content for free. So naturally, we called local businesses to see if we could get that kind of a deal. Here's how things went when we called Duffin's Donuts. Hello, Duffin's Donuts. Hi, um, I was wondering if I can get 12 pupusas, but just pay for one of them. Like, do we, do if, we owe you? N- no, you you don't owe me. Just I was just seeing if like that was a deal I could make. Really? Yes. Okay. Maybe in 20 years? In 20 years? Yeah. Is that okay? Okay. Um, yeah. I was hoping for it now, years? though. But no, 20 years later. 20 I, years. I yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I'll, tr- I'll try in 20 years. You can show your support right now on your mobile device or computer by heading to citr.ca slash donate or in person and over the phone during our annual fundraising week, February 28th to March 7th. Donate to keep CITR weird.
Well, yeah, we have uh, a peek at the weather. Tonight is uh, going to be cloudy. There's a 40% chance of uh, a light flurry with a low of zero. Then tomorrow, cloudy with... um, they're predicting periods of light snow. Then if it warms up, that light snow will change to mixed rain and snow. <laughs> so be forewarned. A low of zero and a high of three tomorrow. Wednesday is going to be nice and sunny with a low of plus one and a high of five. Then on Thursday, sunny again with a low of minus three and a high of five. And then Friday, uh, either, well, rain or snow with a low of minus 2 and a high of 4. With those temperatures above freezing, it doesn't look like uh, we're going to get a huge accumulation down here in Vancouver. But uh, you never know about the suburbs. So there you go. Be forewarned. Saturday and Sunday, cloudy with a 60% chance of a shower with a low of zero and a high of six. And then Sunday is a mix of sun and cloud with a low of zero and a high of six. So Saturday's cloudy with a 60% chance of a shower. And then Sunday is a mix of sun and cloud with a low of zero and a high of six. Okay, we got that straight? Okay, that's the weather prediction for the week. So we'll see how it all transpires. Mm Mm-hmm. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. I'd just like to mention a couple of websites before we get to the music of the great Joe Henderson and company in Japan. Um, one of the websites is the website of the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society, and those are the, those are the fine people that bring you the jazz festival every year. Of course, they have events throughout the year, uh, all kinds of things, and of course, the schedule of Frankie's Jazz Club on Beattie Street is also included in that website. And you can look up uh, artists that are coming, and you can even book a table, pay for it, do all that stuff online. If you go to coastaljazz.ca, very simple. It's a very, very well-maintained website and uh, worth uh, checking out. There's all kinds of good links on there, coastaljazz.ca. And the other fine website is uh, the website of Uh, vancouverjazz.com and uh, there's some fine links on that site as well all sorts of uh, interesting tidbits of information and little articles and all that kind of stuff even our jazz features if you go to uh, jazz on the air um, log on to that and uh, you can see uh, our jazz features and I uh, attempt to write a little essay about all of the features we have uh, every week right here on The Jazz Show, and that's on vancouverjazz.com. 
So it's VancouverJazz.com and CoastalJazz.ca, two very important websites. Also, Pat's Pub. I always like to mention Pat's Pub because that's a, that's an institution now. Every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 7, some of our finest musicians and artists play at Pat's Pub. And uh, it's a very economical run because there's no cover charge. And uh, the food is uh, very good down there and lots of uh, good selection of brews and stuff like that. And uh, the music is what rules. And uh, the acoustics are great. And you're going to hear some very, very fine music. And it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. It's in the historic Patricia Hotel in the downtown east side of Vancouver. Lots of uh, parking in the area. It's quite safe down there because you're away from uh, you know where. And, and uh, there you go. So check it out every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 7 at Pat's Pub. We're going to get to our second jazz feature, double feature time for the price of one. Hey, hey, come and get it. This is... Of course, an album by one of the major voices of the tenor saxophone. Joe Henderson, literally, along with Wayne Shorter in the 60s, those two gentlemen really set the standard for tenor saxophone playing. They were both, uh, they both kind of burst on the scene. Uh, Wayne Shorter, of course, performed with Art Blakey and, and uh, later on on Miles Davis and later on Weather Report. And, of course, uh, went on to his own long career. Wayne Shorter, thankfully, is still with us. Joe Henderson um, passed away in 2001. He was 64, died from uh, the result of emphysema. But Joe Henderson uh, was born in Lima, Ohio, and uh, spent a lot of time uh, developing his skills in Detroit, Michigan. Um, he came from a very large family, and he was very encouraged to, uh, to play he studied piano and uh, studied saxophone with the uh, eminent saxophone teacher Larry Teal. And uh, Joe was uh, one of his prized students. And, of course, um, spending time in Detroit, uh, he uh, rubbed shoulders with John Coltrane and, and so many of the great musicians in Detroit. And uh, then Joe um, took a, was in the Army. Uh, he was drafted and uh, spent two years in the U.S. forces. And when he was uh, released and discharged, honorably, of course, um, he moved immediately to New York City and began making a name for himself. Uh, he hooked up with uh, trumpeter Kenny Dorham. Um, they recorded on each other's uh, albums. And, of course, Joe began playing with everybody, Herbie Hancock, um, making his own albums. He signed a contract with Blue Note Records, made a whole classic series of albums for Blue Note. Uh, later on in the, in the mid-60s, uh, he worked with Horace Silver, the great pianist. And um, then he, uh, once his contract was over with Blue Note Records, he moved to Milestone Records and recorded uh, scads of albums for, uh, for Milestone. He has a great recorded legacy. But one of his prize records is the one we're going to hear this evening. And this is called Joe Henderson in Japan. And for those of you that have never heard Joe Henderson, this would be the first album that I would recommend uh, because uh, his playing is so inspired on, on this album. And 
this to me is the essence of Joe. Um, uh, his his playing on 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 the, it's so personal and so immediate, and he's on fire on on this uh, album. And for years, the domestic issue of this album only issued uh, four tunes because the album was done live at a small club in Tokyo called the Junk Club. <laughs> uh, and uh, the audience was uh, uh, um, young Japanese jazz enthusiasts, and they are enthusiastic. Japanese audiences were known basically for their reserve, um, and uh, they would um, uh, not make a whole lot of noise during a performance, no matter how exciting. And, of course, they, they would uh, uh, enthusiastically applaud at the end. But in this, these, this series of performances, you, you can hear the interplay in the audience, the energy of these young people. And I imagine it was... Um, probably a little bit uh, fueled by uh, lots of sake and, uh, and good Japanese whiskey. But still, uh, Joe really responded to, to the uh, enthusiastic uh, hoops and hollers of, of the audience, which you'll hear through uh, these recordings. Uh, as I mentioned before, only four tunes were ever issued. This album has been issued and reissued many times, and I often wondered why there wasn't any more selections because it, it, they obviously taped the whole evening. However, there is one extra track that I discovered, and we're going to hear the deluxe edition of this album with that one extra tune. So we're going to hear the original four tunes and the one that I discovered. And uh, the this deluxe edition of Joe Henderson in Japan. As I mentioned before, it was recorded in Tokyo at the Junk Club um, on August 4th, 1971. And Joe Henderson appeared with a group, uh, a backup uh, trio, that he obviously inspired him to play um, three wonderful Japanese musicians. And uh, we hear uh, Hideo uh, Ishikawa on electric piano, Kunumitsu Inaba on bass, and Motohiko Hino on drums. So those three gentlemen are backing up Joe Henderson. And, of course, Joe, as I mentioned before, one of the major voices of the tenor saxophone, and he certainly delivers uh, on this recording. The tunes... In order of appearance, we open, there's a inter spoken introduction, and we move into a piece um, by Joe called, dedicated to the club, called the Junk Blues. Then we go from there to his rendition of Thelonious Monk's most famous ballad, Round Midnight. Then we move to a tune that was written by his great friend and mentor, trumpeter Kenny Dorham. And this is probably Kenny's most widely played compositions. Um, it's played in jam sessions. It's a tune that everybody has to learn and, uh, and figure out. And it's called Blue Bossa. And we hear Joe's version of this great tune. Then we move to a, another Joe, or the final two tunes are Joe Henderson compositions. We move from Blue Bossa to a tune called Black Narcissus. And then we move to the final tune of the whole set, and it's called Out and In. 
Both of those compositions are by Joe Henderson. So once again, this amazing quartet, August 4th, 1971, at the Junk Club in Tokyo. And we hear Hideo Ishikawa on electric piano, Kunumitsu Inaba on bass, Mokohiko, Motohiko Hino on drums, and, of course, the great Joe Henderson on tenor saxophone. Here he is in our second jazz feature this evening. Go, Joe.
And that, ladies and gentlemen, was our second jazz feature this evening. Some of the best Joe Henderson on records, in my humble opinion. Joe Henderson in Japan recorded, this is the complete edition, recorded at uh, a small club before a very enthusiastic young Japanese audience, uh, August 4th, 1971. And the club in Tokyo was called the Junk Club. And obviously Joe uh, liked playing there and uh, the ambience, the room, the sound. Uh, everything kind of came together. And, of course, uh, the wonderful Japanese musicians that uh, backed him up. What a great trio. Uh, Hideo Ishikawa on electric piano. Kunumitsu Inaba on bass, Motohiko Hino on drums, and of course the incredible Joe Henderson on tenor saxophone. And we heard five tunes, five full-length performances um, by Joe. We began with um, the exciting opener was uh, Joe Henderson uh, original composition called Junk Blues, dedicated to the club. And then, of course, we moved right to Thelonious Monk's most famous ballad composition, Round Midnight. Then we moved to Kenny Dorham's beautiful tune that was a big part of Joe Henderson's repertoire and just about everyone else. Uh, I don't know of anybody that has not played this tune that's been involved with jazz. And tune number three was Blue Bossa. Tune number four was Joe Henderson's beautiful original composition entitled Black Narcissus. And tune number five, the final tune, was entitled Out and In. Written by Joe Henderson. And the complete deluxe edition of Joe Henderson in Japan. That was our second jazz feature, taking up uh, a goodly portion of tonight's uh, edition of The Jazz Show. First of all, we heard Ingrid Jensen, and then we followed Ingrid with uh, Joe Henderson. I hope you enjoyed those two jazz features. Next week um, will be the final show for Black History Month, and we're going to return to the music of Max Roach and a marvelous album that he did for Impulse Records called Percussion Bitter Sweet. And, as, uh, of course, by that time, Max Roach's music had become very political and very much about uh, civil rights and uh, black history and so on and so forth, and yet it was extremely musical. That's going to be our jazz feature next week, Percussion Bittersweet, with the Max Roach Ensemble and also the vocal stylings of Abby Lincoln. So we're going to continue and carry on with uh, a little more of the jazz show, but we're going to change the pace a little bit and uh, play some music. Just like to remind you that, of course, before we do that, that you are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or 
on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker, and this is The Jazz Show on CITR. We're going to turn to the music of pianist Sonny Clark. And we're going to play three alternate takes from a wonderful album that he did for Time Records in 1960. And speaking of Max Roach, he's on drums here, as well as one of the greatest bass players, George Duvivier. And this uh, incredible trio made... um, This was one of Sonny Clark's finest albums. And these are three uh, unissued alternate takes um, from this album. And these are three Sonny Clark compositions. The first one is dedicated to a lady friend of his, Japanese lady. Her name is Yunka. And that's the first tune that we're going to hear. The second tune is dedicated to another great lady, and I'm talking about Baroness Nika Rothschild and the Jazz Baroness. And uh, that second tune is called simply Nika. And the third tune is an up-tempo uh, composition by Sonny entitled Minor Meeting. So here then, piano stylings of the great late Sonny Clark with George Duvivier on bass and Max Roach on drums. And we begin with Yunka.
take four.
We heard three tunes from pianist Sonny Clark, the late, great Sonny Clark. Died far too young. He was only 31 when he died in early 1963. Sad to say of a drug overdose. One of the finest piano players to ever grace the planet. And even though his existence here was short-lived, he, uh, he certainly made his mark. And uh, this was one of his finest recording sessions, which took place January 5th and 6th, 1960, in New York City. And Sonny um, was performing here with two of the finest musicians on the planet, aside from himself, George Duvivier on bass and the great Max Roach on drums, who will be our jazz feature artist next week. We heard three alternate takes from this famous recording, which uh, was issued on Time Records. And uh, these are unissued alternate takes because you heard the uh, producer of the date, um, you heard his voice before the tunes started as to what take it was and all that kind of stuff. Studio chatter. So the first tune we heard was dedicated to uh, Sonny's lady friend of the time, and um, Japanese lady, and her name was Yunka, J-U-N-K-A. That was the first tune. Second tune was dedicated to another lady, the great baroness of jazz, Nika Rothschilds, and uh, that tune was called simply Nika. And the third tune was an up-tempo composition by Sonny entitled Minor Meeting because it was in a minor key. There you go. Sonny Clark, and uh, we hope you enjoyed some music by Mr. Clark, especially those unissued um, alternate takes because they're all of them. They're excellent. He's such a consistent musician. Yesterday was the birthday of Yesterday, the 18th, we're into the 19th now, but yesterday, the 18th, was the birthday of one of my first jazz heroes because I heard him in 1958 here in Vancouver at the original cellar. And, of course, I had heard of him and had him on various records because he had uh, already made his own albums and had performed with Clifford Brown, Max Roach, and so on. But I'm talking about Harold Lant one of the great voices of the tenor saxophone. And uh, when I heard Harold um, here at the cellar, I was completely blown away. I had never heard anybody play as beautifully as that and uh, as strong. And uh, it was just an amazing uh, experience to hear Harold in person. And uh, and then I got to know him um, very well, and we were... Uh, not close friends, but we were good friends um, during his lifetime. This is from a, a rare album that Harold did um, in 1960 with uh, a group of uh, fellow musicians from the Los Angeles area, because Harold was from the West Coast and um, lived in Los Angeles. Harold Land on tenor saxophone with Martin Banks on trumpet, very fine trumpet player. And my good friend, Amos Trice on piano, Clarence Jones on bass, and Leon Pettis on drums. 
And we're going to hear two Harold Land compositions. The first one was entitled, well, I guess Harold had a little bit of a Shakespearean um, streak in him, and he called the first tune, As You Like It. And the second tune is entitled, Reflections. So here are a couple of examples of the great tenor saxophone work of Harold Land. Thank you. 
Harold DeVance Land. Harold Land on tenor saxophone with uh, Martin Banks on trumpet, Amos Trice on piano, Clarence Jones on bass, and Leon Pettis on drums. And this was from a session recorded way back in 1960 in Los Angeles, led by Harold Land from an album that uh, was issued briefly in 1980 on Blue Note Records called Take Aim. And it's been reissued a couple of times. It's hard to find, and it's an excellent album. And we heard three tunes from that, celebrating the birthday of Harold Land. Now, if you go to uh, uh, Wikipedia, um, they tell you that he was born December 18th, but I have it on good authority, including Harold Land himself. That was a mistake. And uh, that's always cropped up in the history books and, and all the information. He was actually born on February 18th, which was, of course, yesterday. And uh, so we're celebrating his birthday anniversary. Harold DeVance Land, born in uh, San Diego, California, and went on to uh, play with Clifford Brown and Max Roach, returned to the L.A. area, and continued his career from that base for many years. Great voice of the tenor saxophone. We heard uh, two tunes by Harold, and one, the final tune was by the trumpeter. Uh, the first tune uh, was entitled As You Like It. The second tune was entitled Reflections. And the third tune by trumpeter Martin Banks, a minor key blues, was called Blue Nelly. Harold Land. All right, that's it for this edition of The Jazz Show. And uh, we hope that you enjoyed some of the music this evening that you heard. And uh, pop back next week. We start, of course, every Monday night at 9 p.m. And uh, next week, um, I'm hoping to have a a very fine um, guest on the show. Uh, We played some of her music uh, a couple of weeks ago from her debut album. I'm talking about uh, Angela Verbruge. And she's such a fine singer and a lovely person. And um, she's going to be my guest um, on next week's show. And the jazz feature is going to be an amazing album by Max Roach entitled Percussion Bittersweet, wrapping up our tribute to Black History Month. So that's it. On behalf of uh, myself, Gavin Walker, and The Jazz Show and radio station CITR, FM, and of course on the web, www.citr.ca for live streaming. You take care, and we'll see you in seven days' time. And... Um, We'll see what happens with the snowfall this evening. Who knows? Bye-bye. Do but do do do
Thank you. 